0: Pull up a seat and listen to our table. We welcome all who sit at our table. Let's enjoy our caffeinated delight, for we are all monsters on the darkness of nights. Uh, hello all monsters, welcome to Caffeinated Monsters, your bi-weekly comedy horror podcast. I'm your host, Faith, and once again we have Positivity Horror to join us. Hello. <laughs> Hello indeed. And uh, this week's episode is about uh, Christmas horror movies. So I don't know if you wanted to talk about the horror films that you enjoy around this Christmas period.
1: Yeah, I, as, uh, as I mentioned last time, I'm a very big fan of uh, Christmas horror films. Well, Christmas films in general, but plenty of those are horror films. <laughs> uh, one of my favourites, all-time favourites that I mentioned last time is Gremlins. Uh, you know, not only is it very festive, very cosy and Christmassy, it's also got some good kills in it, some good comedy in it. It's an all rounder, isn't it? You know, it's one of those kind of films.
0: Yeah, it's got some good like, uh, moments in it, like the uh, the kitchen thing, the blender, and like, yeah. the Christmas tit- and the- tree scene as well. For some reason, that always gets me.
1: It's a good scene, and I mean the the water <laughs> right at the end of
0: the film. It's it's just something else. I like the bit where they're all sitting in the cinema.
1: <laughs> yeah. You can't you can't beat them doing uh, hi-ho, hi-ho, can you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that scene. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's one that I revisit every year, and I got to watch it with my little girl last year. She she wanted to watch it. I have a uh, Christmas jumper with a gremlin on the front of it, and uh, my little girl was saying, she's she sick. What, what's that? You know... I said, well, it's a gremlin, and she has a little cuddly gizmo. And I said, it's from the same thing as gizmos, from." And she said, can I watch it? And I said, well, I said, when I was your age, and I had begged to watch it, I said I did. And I was terrified of it. So I said, we'll put it on, and I'll sit with you. We'll sit together. And if at any point you're not feeling it, or you're a bit scared, we can turn it off. And she was absolutely fine with it.
0: (laughs) It's nice when that happens, whether it's like you don't accidentally... Cause them to be terrified of some little furry little creature.
1: Yeah, because with my experience from it being a kid watching it, I you know it it scared the living daylights out of me. But she was absolutely fine. And by today's standard, it is classed as a family film. I mean, back when it was first released, it was a fifteen. But nowadays, you play it at tea time on the TV. But yeah, that that's always a good one.
0: Mm. I like watching um, oh, what was it? A uh, Christmas Horror Story.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, like, I like some of those anthology ones, they are good. There's, there's a few Christmas ones with some good anthology stories, like um, there's that one, Christmas Horror Story. There's some pretty creepy stories in that one. Is, is that the one with the changeling? Is that the first story in it?
0: Yeah, that's the one. Yeah,
1: that, that, was, that was quite creepy that I enjoyed that one.
0: Yeah, it just, I don't know, children make me creep me out in general, if I'm honest. <laughs> so the thought well, of it, it works
1: is- so well in horror. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of I don't know why. Just children and dolls, just both those yeah. things just creep me out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that was that was a great one, and uh, all the creatures were stirring. Another good anthology one. What's that last year or the year before? I think that one's available on Prime if I remember right. But there's that many platforms nowadays. You don't know where you're watching.
0: I know it's either Shudder, Amazon Prime. There's um. Hulu oh, G- oh, Arrow, yeah <laughs> God you can spend like, half your bloody wages just buying for subscriptions just to watch a poxy film <laughs> yeah it's
1: probably still cheaper than having Sky TV
0: oh de- most definitely <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> but uh, the one that always got me as well always been one of my favourite Christmas films is Scrooged with Bill Murray it's not horror as such but it, if you remember, it does have some quite horror moments in it. You know, when uh, the bit with the ghost of Christmas yet to come and when he meets his boss earlier on in the film and he's kind of all zombified and whatnot. It's, it does have some quite creepy moments in it.
0: Oh, yeah, the bit that always got me in, in that movie was the um, uh, the bit where Bill Murray finds the dead, hope, like the frozen homeless person that he met beforehand. Yeah,
1: that- he, he fired him earlier. Well, yeah, the homeless guy and the, the fellow that he'd fired as well, didn't he?
0: Was uh, Bob he? Bobcat
1: Goldthwait's character. Didn't he find him dead as well, if I remember right? There was the homeless oh. guy and I think there was... Because he, he started drinking himself to death, didn't he? And then he comes back and, and tries to gun him down in the office. But that's later on in the film. You know,
0: it's yeah, been it's that fun. long since I've seen it, I can't remember now. Yeah.
1: And I've seen it that many times, but... It's one of those things where you're trying to think about it. Uh, well, yeah, that, that one, I mean, it's a great film, but it does have some moments in it that are a bit horror, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it's quite surprising. It's um, like some of the things that kick off in that film. I mean, there's some good moments in it, but... Yeah. Uh, the bit that always cracks me up is the... Oh, uh, what was it? Ghost of Christmas present? Or past? It's the, one with, yeah, it's, but... it's the female one with the, like fairy wings.
1: That keeps on knocking hell out of him, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, she like winds up her arm and flies to him and clocks him.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, she's great there. Yeah. I do like her as an actress, but I think in that scene she was just really, really good in that movie.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, that's that's always one that's not necessarily horror, but has its moments. Mm. And yeah, then, was, uh, oh, sorry, go on.
0: No, saw, I was just looking at my list, sorry. <laughs>
1: I was just going to say, for a nice, silly one, there's always Santa's sleigh with Goldberg.
0: Oh, yes, yes, I actually watched that with the missus a couple nights ago. Yeah, that's, that's
1: grand, that film. It never gets old, just watching him going on. You know, a professional wrestler, a Santa going on a big killing spree. <laughs> What's not to like?
0: Yeah, realising that Santa's actually uh, Satan's child, and it's kind of like, oh,
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was that a lot of fun. I definitely watch that one every year. And uh, Rare Exports is a good one. It's a bit left field, a bit of an odd film, but it's a lot of fun. And it's uh, Scandinavian, I think. And uh, that that one, I don't like to say a lot about Rare Exports because it's really an off-the-wall kind of film. So the less you know about it going in to watch it, the
0: better, I think i have to keep that in mind. I still need to watch that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is very good. Well, you, you, yeah. You've got a plethora of flashes as well, haven't you? Silent Night, Bloody Night, Silent Night, Deadly Night, one to
0: five. <laughs> oh, God, All Silent Night. I, I like the original Silent Night. The remake I thought was okay. Yeah. But there were some occasions where I thought, really, just... I mean, there's a couple of kills in it that have stuck with me since I first saw it, like the... Um... There's
1: some good kills, yeah. Oh,
0: God, the, uh, the wood chipper death.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking of.
0: That's the she one that's...
1: Thought, she and knocks the bone out of her ankle first, doesn't she?
0: That, uh, yeah, the, I forgot about that.
1: <laughs> in the motel and she comes in and breaks her, the bone through her leg and then he gets her in the wood chipper, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, feet first.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was funny. It did have its moments, didn't it?
0: Yeah, it did have some good scenes in it, but I thought that some of the acting in it could have been mm, a a little bit better, but I think it was meant to be a a little bit camp.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you're taking the Silent Night, Deadly Night as your original source material. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but it was definitely a lot of fun. The original is just, I mean, in all its campy glory, it is a good one. And I don't think that one ever got a proper release over here back when it was first out in the 80s, early 80s, I think. Well, I think we always a... saw it after the first couple of films.
0: There were a lot of protests about it because the original trailer for it had so many spoilers. It scared children. Yeah. Like kids just didn't, weren't interested. Like they were freaked out by the thought of Santa, like breaking into the house and killing the parents.
1: Yeah, well, I don't think it ever got a UK video release. The first couple of films that I think are, you can, if you want them on VHS, I think are only available on US VHS. The only hmm. actually got a full release over here. But that always adds to the notoriety of a film, doesn't it, as well? oh, you know, it wasn't released, you weren't allowed to release it over here, then you've just got to watch it, haven't you?
0: Yeah, I think, oh God, there was a documentary I watched years ago. I think it was called Going to Pieces, and there was actually a segment about it in that documentary. I do quite like it. I mean there were certain things that did kind of make me think like these were really good kills and there's other bits where you could definitely tell it's a a, a movie of its time.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs>
0: definitely. Although there's one particular scene that does stick out to me in that movie and it's the uh, sex fantasy scene. I mean the main character has the hairiest butt crack I've ever seen.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean that bit just kind of like stunned me a little bit because I was uh, like, <laughs> okay. "Oh wow, that's um." Did not expect to see that much hair on a person.
1: <laughs> there you go. That that's That's what stuck with you through through all these years. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's just a hairy ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Merry Christmas.
0: <laughs> oh dear, it was just oh for some reason it's just that and him dressed as Santa shouting naughty. <laughs> yeah.
1: Iconic, that isn't it?
0: I would love to get uh, like um, either a poster or a Christmas card with him hanging the oh, that, his worker <laughs> up by the Christmas lights around his neck. I'd love that as a Christmas yeah, card. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a good festive card, that wouldn't it? Exactly. Oh, what else, what's that? I recently watched a film called December. Is that the one with? It's like an advent calendar. It's twenty-four different segments. Yeah, I didn't realise it's a long film. It's like two <laughs> it's hours, a and twenty long minutes. Film, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I've I've not watched it yet. I was actually eyeing it up on Prime, thinking, oh, I could get involved with that. But I've not I've not got to it
0: yet. I'd say it's worth watching and put the subtitles on because some of the short films aren't actually in English. Like there's a couple of German ones, there's French Canadian, and there's a couple of other ones as well. Yeah,
1: oh lovely. Yeah, definitely have to go on the watch list.
0: I'd say there's more good ones than bad ones because there's there were a couple of ones worth it where me and the missus watched them and we literally looked at each other like, what was that one about? I don't get it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think sometimes with with the, the some of the anthologies, it's, you know, when there's a lot of segments anyway, you, it's going to be a bit hit and miss, isn't it? Yeah, there's like, bound
0: to be uh, at least one or two of them that are going
1: to be like, eh, okay. Yeah, like the, um, oh, what series was it? ABCs of Death. Yes. <laughs> there's just so many segments. It's like, I mean, I've talked to people and maybe segments that didn't gel with me, they've enjoyed. And maybe the, some of the silliest segments that I've enjoyed, they've like, enjoyed, so. I think that we, I suppose the good thing with an anthology is you can cater for everyone, can't you?
0: Yeah, there's always, there's going to be at least like half of them you're going to enjoy about them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one particular, oh, there's one, one particular film I do want to watch, but unfortunately I don't have the uh, streaming service for it. It's called The Advent Calendar. Oh, I just, I
1: saw someone write about a post about that online um, yesterday or the day before. Um, yeah, it, again, it sounds quite good. That an advent calendar theme type of uh,
0: type of film, but I, I don't know what that's. Oh, I'm trying to think if it's Hulu or if it's Shudder. I've
1: a feeling it yeah, might be. Could be Shudder, because that you can get that through Prime, can't you? Can you? Uh, well, you, you still have to subscribe to Shudder, but then you can like kind of mount it in Prime, so you watch everything through Prime still with your added subscriptions to Shudder. It's it's a weird thing they do. They do it with lots of other subscription services. Like you can use Arrow and subscribe to Arrow and then watch that through Prime as well. So it's just basically so you can do
0: everything in one app. God, I'm really behind on these things. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's one particular movie. I do feel bad for not watching it yet, but I I do plan on seeing it soon, and it's Krampus. the,
1: The 2015 one? Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. It is. Um, I watched it a couple of years ago maybe about three years ago something like that and uh, I, I had a really good time with it I remember I think that one was quite long I think that might be a good nearly two hour film if I remember yeah. right but it, it's got yeah, a lot going on right. in it uh, but it's got a good cast as well with like Tony Collette and people in it so it, it was really well done I enjoyed that
0: one mm, I really liked the uh, practical effects in there I mean, from the trailer and some of the reviews online, like, I, I love yeah. the um, oh, the giant Jack in the Box with like the Predator yeah. jaw.
1: <laughs> yeah, brilliant. But um, there's a lot of very low budget indie Krampus films nowadays as well. And I've watched quite a lot of those. There's uh, oh, what they call Krampus the Christmas Devil, Krampus the Reckoning, Krampus the Return, Mother Krampus. Uh, I think there's was Sister Krampus. <laughs> loads. <God>. Of them. <laughs> but they're, they're fun to watch for, like, more of your low-to-no-budget indie horror kind of stuff got on a DV campsite and affairs.
0: I'd love to go to the uh, Krampus Festival.
1: Yeah, it looks interesting, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, I just... I love the creativity with everyone's costumes. Yeah. And the fact that everyone like really gets into it and they're kind of like, technically, Krampus is a bad guy, but technically he's not, because he only punishes those that kind of deserve it. <laughs> so... Yeah, <laughs> I think that's one of the reasons why I kind of favour Krampus I Santa because, at least with Krampus, he's kind of like he'll actually ju- uh, judge your base on like something in particular. Whereas being with, yeah, with Santa, you've got that feel of a essentially a white bearded man breaking into your house and doing <laughs> like a reverse burglary on you,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, unless he's Goldberg and then he's going to kill you,
0: yeah, just break your chimney coming downstairs and then ripping yeah. your legs off. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I did actually get round to uh, watching the new Black Christmas.
0: Oh, yes, uh, yes. I still need to see that.
1: that. I was talking about wanting to watch that. I was on my watch list. And, uh, yeah, I watched it the other night. And it, it was brilliant, really good. So I can safely say I've enjoyed all three Black Christmas films now. And let's see if they do another remake in another couple of years. Oh, God. <laughs> but it, it was it was very different. They'd really kind of turned it on its head. Uh, there was still some good... Slasher vibes in it And it, it was set up To be a really good Kind of slasher film But it took it down Different avenues as well And kind of made it Quite fresh And uh, I really enjoyed That with it But then With the, the 2006 remake I really enjoyed How Mean spirited That one was And that went Kind of all out Gore didn't it you Yeah the Eyeballs on can't... the tree And cutting cookies Out of the person's back
0: <laughs> Oh yeah The candy cane um, Shank as well
1: yeah, so that it's like all three films now have kind of done something so different, you can enjoy all three of them for what they are. And under this black Christmas umbrella, I think it's obviously 1974 the nineteen seventy four one, to class, you yeah. know, and then <laughs> and then uh, yeah, from there. So I, that the 2019 one, uh, I watched it on Netflix uh, definitely enjoyed it, and uh, I think I'd be revisiting that next Christmas as well.
0: Yeah, cause, uh, actually, I. Still need to watch that one because I do like the original one and the remake, but this one it's kind of changed it up a little bit. So it's more focused on what was it Um that the toxic behaviour within like uh, fraternities and like uh, sorority houses.
1: Yeah, I that was kind of a focus of the film, and um, a lot of the negative comments around it seem to be because oh, it's it's woke and it's this and it's that and it's you know have oh, culture or whatever. But it's, I mean, when you think of it from a slasher point of view, a lot of these films, if they're not too exploitative, do promote this, this female empowerment that, you know, with the final girl and things, and they, they, they just don't explicitly say it. Whereas in the new Black Christmas film, they kind of just come out and explicitly say it. And a lot of people didn't really like that for some reason, <laughs> because, you know, they say, oh, it's woke. If anything's like that nowadays, oh, it's woke, we don't like that even though it's not really too much of a far cry from the slasher premise in general, I don't think.
0: Mm. It's kind of like, you need to make it obvious enough to make it still enjoyable, but not make it so obvious that it's actually a slap to the face in the process.
1: uh, There were some great actors in it as well. It was uh, Carrie Elwes from... I mean, I know him more from The Princess Bride and Robin Hood Men in Tights.
0: Oh
1: yeah, same. Yeah, genre fans probably know him more from the first Saw film. So he, he made an appearance in it, so it's always enjoyable to see him.
0: I have to say, it does, it does look like he's aged quite well. Yeah, he, he doesn't seem to have done too bad for himself, does he? Yeah, he's one of those rare uh, people in Hollywood that actually, well, in the film industry, that doesn't seem to... It's almost like dog years in reverse somehow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always go hey, straight to Princess Bride and Robin of Men in Tights. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're both but classics tell me about the, moment, a, like, the author, like, Yeah.
1: I was watching the first Star film when he has to cut his foot off, sorry, spoiler. Uh, just, <laughs> spoiler. Really, it's
0: been out for years.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, he's, he's not going to be able to put his tights on, is he? If he's cutting his foot off, so it upset me a bit. Ooh.
0: Oh, that's a horrible thought of him. Just oh, imagine if the <laughs> stump was still open, and he tried to put tights on. it. It's like it's worth <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, there's a, there is one particular song—a uh, song, sorry, a comedy uh, musical called Anna and the Apocalypse. Oh,
1: that film is magnificent. It's
0: just the thought really of people singing that. as like the zomb- a zombie outbreak is going on. Everyone's wearing not like Christmas yeah.
1: it, it It's superb. I mean, I'm a big fan of musicals anyway. So
0: like.
1: <laughs> it, it's like, you know, you hear about this Christmas film, soul, horror film, soul, musical, sold. <laughs> it was ticking all the right boxes for me. And uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that film. And the, the music's actually really good in it, you know. There's some good songs that get stuck in your head in that film.
0: That's the thing with films like that, though. Is that really, You kind of go, oh, I thought, I thought they were a really good singer, and then they die, and you're like, oh, shit, I was hoping they'd belt out another one before that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was when I watched that for the first time, I think last year, Anna and the Apocalypse, and just became an instant favourite, just with all the music and killing zombies. I
0: like the style of it as well. It's very sort of, like, whimsical, but at the same time, really gory.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It didn't. I mean, it didn't really hold back on
0: some of the gore, did it? It did deliver. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Actually, just to track back a little bit on the um, uh, Black Christmas, wasn't it, in, uh, it? Had trouble with development, didn't it? Like it was in like production for a good few years because it just they couldn't seem to find a way to get it in the cinemas.
1: Which one? Uh, the most recent one. The most recent one, right? I didn't know that. Yeah, because I think I know it was. But it was hmm? Sorry, go on.
0: No, uh, I was just saying. Uh, I think I read it somewhere that it was meant to come out in twenty seventeen. I think it was or twenty
1: eighteen. Right, right. I know that it was. It was written by April Wolfe. Um, that's how I initially heard about it because she she used to do a podcast called Switchblade Sisters, where she interviewed uh, prominent women in the horror genre, and um, it was it was a great podcast. And then um, she went on to, to write or co-write. The new Black Christmas. So I was a bit excited because, like, oh, you know, she does this really cool, insightful podcast. So I'll I'll want to check that film out. But I I didn't know that it would it had struggled with production.
0: It was either the the release of the movie or the actual production itself. I can't remember what it was. I think because it was partially to do with the uh, Me Too movement. uh, yeah, there was a lot sort of going on with that one. There seems to be happens a lot, especially with um, like movies that have like this really big like a big message behind it, especially in like the most recent years.
1: Yeah, because I mean, a lot of horror films have you know inherently always had some kind of social commentary or. It, it's just that nowadays people seem to get offended by that, which is, I don't know, it's kind of absurd because you could say, well, look at this film that you enjoyed from years ago that had this social commentary, but maybe it's not as relevant today, so you didn't notice it. And this stuff that you're saying is woke or it's being shoved down your throat, or, you know, it's, it's only because it's, it's relevant, so you're noticing it more. Because like yeah. you say, if it was something to do with like the Me Too movement and, and the stuff that happens in The New Black Christmas, it is terribly. Relevant to what's going on, so people are probably more conscious of that, and maybe that's why it makes people uncomfortable, maybe why they don't like watching it.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, it's uh, try to think of something else as well. Like, if you try to watch uh, oh crap, what's it called? Like, to kill a mockingbird, yeah, or if you watch um, like Frankenstein's Monster, like the messages Mm -hmm. behind that, people don't really, I don't think they really. spoke too much about it a while ago, but nowadays are a bit more yeah mindful of what the message is behind it yeah i think it's it's difficult i think it can be difficult in a lot of films to try and find that balance between making it um a movie with a message rather than just like a big message that's like pasted over a movie essentially
1: yeah yeah and i think I think people they thought that their problem with the new black Christmas was this oh, the message is so overt, it's so in your face, but I mean, it was there, and it was the forefront of the film, it was, it was kind of part of the premise of the film, but it was a very entertaining film, you know, it was well acted, there's some good kills in there, it, was, it had its fun slasher moments, but it did have this ground that it covered, so I, I thought it balanced it very well, but, but like I said, because it's, the subject matter is so relevant to what's being talked about in, in the world, that maybe that's why people felt, oh, it's showing your face, it's showing your face, whereas maybe if it was released at another time, they might not have thought that it was so being rammed down the throats in such a way, and just mm. taking yeah. it out as part of the film, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can understand why it might make some people uncomfortable, but at the same time, I mean, movies like that, kind of, it tells you that really, well, this is one of the reasons why that like, some women do walk around with the keys between their fingers, and yeah. why... Yeah, you know, even going to like a nightclub or a pub, you have to ask for like particular types of shots in order to either get some help from the bartenders, get security involved, and like different shots of different meanings behind them.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I don't think, you know, incorporate some of that kind of thing into, into a film that's very female-centric because flashes tend to be with the final girl and everything, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing at all because I don't know, it, it doesn't make it exploitative or... You know, it, it is just, this is kind of like you say, why people have to hold on to the keys like that, why women at night walking alone have to do things like that. And it, it puts it in this setting where it's things that are very real, but it's also in this fantastical horror world. So, you, you know, people can work through that in that horror
0: setting. I mean, it's I think it's set up well and it's stylized well. Like, you wouldn't <clears throat> you, uh, see it as, like, trying to imagine... Black Christmas 2019 with like the element of like uh, Anna and the Apocalypse musical themed, it just wouldn't work well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would I could, that that would make me personally uncomfortable watching something like that. But so well,
1: there is actually a musical number in it in the new Black Christmas.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Where they all uh, dress up <laughs> and they sing at the candle yeah. and everything.
1: Well, yeah, definitely enjoyed it. Anyway, so I'll add it to the list of Black Christmases that I'll watch. <laughs>
0: I'll have to see if uh, another one gets bought out in like two, three years time and see what's going yeah, on
1: Yeah, see where they take it this time by the, by the laws of horror franchises though they'll have to take it into space but it would have to be Black Christmas in space mm. They always end up there eventually, don't they?
0: Oh yeah, Spe- oh god like Jason X, the um, <laughs> Leprechaun <laughs> yeah. movies Leprechaun 4, wasn't it in
1: space? Mm. Yeah. Hellraiser 4 there's some space stuff in that one yeah, You've got to take your franchise into space so that'll be the next one. Black Christmas is Space. Oh God!
0: <laughs> I don't even know how they'd manage to incorporate that, but I'm sure they'll find some sort of excuse to do it. Oh yeah, and I'm sure I'd be right there watching it. Oh, same. I'll get the popcorn maker out. I'll get some chocolate from from the corner shop. I'll have cider as well, or some whiskey while I'm at it. Yeah. <laughs> what would be your sort of like? Oh, if you could make like a classic childhood Christmas film into a horror movie, what would it be? Ooh, that's a question.
1: I mean, there's, I'd say, you know, kind of a Frosty the Snowman type of situation, but we've already got Jack Frost, which is a wonderful one. <clears throat> uh, I mean, Home Alone would get really vicious if you put it into a more horror setting, because half of the trap that Kevin McAllister leaves for those burglars would have outright killed them.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, there's videos you know, so new that's group that's of uh, people that work in the hos- hospital settings Actually reviewed some of the the trauma that would be inflicted on people, and they're like, they won't survive this.
1: <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you could you could probably quite easily take that to more of a horror setting.
0: I think there's uh, there is actually a Christmas horror film called Better Watch Out that does have some like, traps like that incorporated into it. Yeah, I've have not seen that one yet. You
1: know, another one that I'll have to get to at some point.
0: Another one for the list. <laughs>
1: Yeah, or you could take Elf in that kind of direction, you know, where he he comes to the city to find his dad, like he does in Elf, but things go wrong, and he ends up, instead of believing in the dream of Christmas, going absolutely postal.
0: Oh, that'd be a good setting.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that could be interesting to see.
0: God, just imagine like an evil Will pharaoh dressed as an Elf coming down (laughs) the chimney and and shouting, screaming, it's Santa. That
1: could take a sinister turn.
0: Oh, most definitely. I mean, like, oh, God. I mean, shop decorations, you can have him go through yeah. windows. I mean, just to me, per- personally, to me, uh, Will just screaming is quite frightening enough, like, let alone the elf outfit.
1: Yeah, so, you know, it, it wouldn't need much more to into
0: a horror play. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nothing else would there be.
1: Um... I know, I'm trying to think. I mean, I watch a lot of wholesome Christmas films, so <laughs> you'd, you'd think that I'd have more to hand, but... I mean, the Grinch, the, the Jim Carrey version was already creepy and weird, so...
0: Oh, yeah, the fact that he pulls like, the face quite naturally just kind of makes me feel a little bit unsettled.
1: Yeah, it's like that, that bit in the postal office where he ends up like, on the ceiling in the corner <laughs> and then <laughs> the camera pans up to him up there. It's terrifying. So that, that was quite a nightmarish film as it was. Yeah. You know? <laughs> because you'd need to stretch too far for that one to be a horror.
0: Oh, uh, Rudolph, imagine Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer as a Christmas horror movie yeah well, he'd, uh, he'd be
1: out to get the other reindeer won't he them exactly <laughs> <in his> <laughs> yeah I could see that It could get oh. all uh, massive and roided up like the uh, the buffalo that Solberg has in Santa's sleigh as his reindeer <laughs> pulling his sleigh oh and that'd be really cool to watch. Yeah. yeah
0: I wouldn't want it as like a CGI reindeer either I want it to be like all practical effects <laughs> Oh, oh yeah I'm just imagining like Rudolph gonna like, absolute ape shit in like the toy factory <laughs> with all the elves are on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Knocking him here in there.
0: And just Santa and his wife are like barricading their like the door to their house to stop him from breaking in.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Do I think what of what what other Christmas horror films are? I know there's um uh, Annie and the Annie and the Apocalypse, Canada, uh, The Children, which I don't think is as well known. No, I think it was a kind of loose remake of The Children of Ravensback,
1: but that was not the Christmas film. I, I think so. I, I've not seen The Children, but from what I've been told, it was it's like a loose remake of Children of Ravensback, but set in wintertime. The Children of Ravensback wasn't a Christmas film, Mm-mm. but I think it covers the same kind of uh, plot, just, just in the snow.
0: Yeah, I mean, the kids got getting sick, they start killing their parents. Yeah, all good fun. <sighs> I mean, there is one, uh, a couple of scenes that did make me kind of go, oh, no, uh, no, this ha- makes me hate children even more now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if anyone, if any of our listeners knows about the, uh, the children, if you know about the uh, pitchfork scene where the dad is on the sled, you'll understand what I mean by it's uncomfortable to look at.
1: <laughs> I- I'm going to have to get this film. Watched. I did watch a good one a few years ago called Sin, um that I think is Dutch, possibly, and that was a, a good christmas horror film about like a kind of demonic saint nicholas going around beheading people what was it called since, I, th- I think over here it might have been called saint but the the, uh, uh, the original title of it when i watched it it was just called Saint, and that that was a lot of fun i've not watched that i watched that a few years ago and i've not seen it since i have to locate that one
0: mm, so will i i'd like to see something like that <laughs>
1: And there's some great really low budget like indie ones out there uh there was one called a cadaver christmas came out a few years ago and that was it was a, another zombie one at christmas no music in that one now <laughs> okay. that one was a lot of fun <laughs> but, yeah there's always something to enjoy in the uh the festive horror film
0: mm. yeah, uh, sorry yeah,
1: there's
0: a lot of them out though
1: aren't there yeah as i said last time if you put a christmas tree in there for me, that's it. It's a Christmas film. So, and any of these horror films set in or around Christmas there's some decorations about them, and I'm in.
0: I would like to watch like a um oh, a whole version of a Hallmark Christmas movie.
1: Yeah, I could get involved with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like imagine if um, a of so people trying to make this one person enjoy Christmas, they literally say like point out all the flaws with them, then they actually end up becoming a couple but just don't enjoy Christmas that much.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be the horror in, in in the Hallmark side of things. Oh, my God, <laughs> they still hate Christmas, credit roll.
0: And they'll live happily ever after getting drunk at home. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I'd still watch it. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I can't really think of any other ones. No, there's so many. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to have to look into the uh, the Saint or send Christmas horror films. I've never heard of that.
1: Very good. It is very good. I really enjoyed that one. Some good beheading scenes in that. And I did just start watching, there's a miniseries, a Danish miniseries, just come on Netflix, called Elves. And I've just watched the first two episodes last night, and that looks like it's going to be really good. Like, nice uh, festive horror with some nasty killer elf creatures.
0: I'm so behind oh. on TV shows.
1: Yeah, I just, I just, the episodes are only like 25 minutes long, so I just thought, oh, I'll give this a chance last night while I was just looking ended up watching the first two episodes and it, it looks like it's going to pan out really quite well, that one. Ooh, I'll have to look
0: into that one, well. that one as yeah. well. Literally can't think of any other
1: films. <laughs> I've not off the top of my head just at the moment. And like I said, there's, there's so many out there because I watch so many of them every year. But uh, but yeah, just just now can't think of any more.
0: Oh, I'll have to, have to look at my shelves in, it, in the bit and kind of go, oh shit, I should have talked about that one. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's because I'm at work. All my all my Christmas films are on the shelf at home. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I'm all right. I'm literally about like twenty feet away from my one from my <laughs> shelf, so I'm just fine. <laughs> all right, uh, shall we start wrapping things up then? Yeah, yeah. I'm literally cannot think of a damn thing, and it's really starting to bug me. <laughs> I
1: know. Yeah, I'm, go- I'm gonna. We're-, we're gonna end this, and then a whole load of them are just gonna come into my head. I'll say, oh, why didn't we talk about that one? <laughs> we'll have to do it next Christmas.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs>
1: and then we'll have loads more to talk about next Christmas.
0: I'd like—I actually would like to do that because I like getting your like um your view on things. Cause you're always so positive, and it's nice <laughs> and it's.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, it's—it it, it was lovely that you've you've asked me to come on again and talk about some festive horror. It's something that I always enjoy.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I've had a, uh, a listener or two literally say, "I." I like positively high. Like he's a nice bloke, and he act- <laughs> it's nice to get some more positivity in the actual in that kind of genre of movies. And it's kind of like I have to ask him if he can come on again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Like I like I said last time, it's the uh, it's the goal to try and get that positivity in the community. So, and I think what better way than nice wholesome Christmas films with
0: lots of <laughs> blood and mayhem, lots of blood and guts, and just Lord knows what else coming out of people's exactly. bodies. Is it, is it- <laughs> The real spirit of Christmas. The real spirit of it. Death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, right, so where can people find you on the interweb then?
1: Uh, well, I'm on uh, at Positively Horror on Instagram, and my blog, Positively Horror, blog is linked through there. Most things are linked through there, uh, but I also run the Positively Horror Book Club, uh, which is an online book club, which we actually run as a private group on Facebook if you're into reading horror as well, you can jump on there um, and just search Positively Horror Book Club. And we've already got our January read picked out and voting on February's at the minute. So there's always something going on in there. And I think that's about it. That's where I am. Hmm.
0: So quite a good collection of things that people would look up then. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh, yeah, people can find a Caffeinated Monster podcast on Facebook and Instagram. we also on Sp- uh, yes, uh, Spotify and... Mm. Yes, Spotify, Anchor, Pocket Cast, Broker, Stitcher and iTunes. Uh, you can also ha- go on our Patreon. We also have merch. You can buy us a coffee on Coffee Now instead. And we also have a Discord server. So if anyone fancies popping over and having a chat, it's more than welcome. And yes, so everyone stay caffeinated. Everyone enjoy some horror. And for the love of God, stay warm during this very cold month of the year <laughs> and yes I believe that's all well thank you very much for having me again and Merry Christmas and Merry Christmas to you too my dear How can you do this, to me? this is my soul this, this is